as you just said that, here's my feeling that comes up with that. I shouldn't have to ask you. I shouldn't have to ask you to put your phone away. You should pick me first and your phone second, but it ends up being you pick your phone first and me second. And now I'm having to fight for your attention rather than you choosing me first. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do when your spouse won't get off the d- phone. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> How do you deal with a spouse that is always on their phone? No Facebook, Instagram, none of that, just games and YouTube all the time on their phone. This is a purely theoretical question. You and I never wrestle with this ever. <laughs> no, never. I actually have some feelings around this one. This isn't, this isn't our question. This is one that came off of a, a marriage forum again. and But it's a legitimate question because you see it all the time now. Right. I'm actually worried more for kids. Parents who are flipping through their phone and kids like infants who are just looking up at their parents waiting for interaction. Right. And they are completely detached. Right. Uh, that's going to cause all sorts of problems growing, you know, 10 years, 20 years from now, we're going to see a surge in attachment issues because kids aren't getting that interaction with parents like they need to have. Right. Or the interaction that they're having is with a screen. Yeah. And it's, so it is it's so just too easy for parents to give their, yeah. their kids a screen to keep them entertained. It is going to be some problems later on. Well, and there's an, an addictive component to it. So that's why it's so hard just to put it down. It is. And again, for kids, it's an addictive thing for sure. But also you and I adults, it is an addictive thing. Right. Absolutely. That's that's what I was talking about. Okay. I, I wasn't just talking about for kids, yeah. but for adults. I mean, yeah. you just, you, you go to a restaurant and you see most people are not interacting with the person sitting across from them, but yep. they're on their phone yep. and scrolling through and flipping through. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So what do you do? When you are on your phone, okay, let's make it personal. <laughs> <clears throat> Can we make it personal? Sure. Over the last year, basically, we have reversed roles. I used to get up really, really early in the morning. You would be the sleeping in person. Now... I don't have any commute to work. I just go downstairs and do my sessions. And so I've given myself permission to sleep in and you've been getting up early or waking up early. Right. And, you know, on the weekends or when I just want to snuggle and be close to you, you wake up and the first thing you do is you reach over and you grab your phone and you start flipping through whatever you're flipping through. And I feel while I'm laying in bed there going, she'd rather be on her phone than snuggling with me. This sucks. This is real feelings at the moment. Right. I haven't told you this yet. What should I do? How do I tell you get off the stinking phone? How well, would you how would you like me to communicate that to you? That's a really good question. Honey, you're disappointing me because you're always on your phone and you don't like me as much. You would rather be on your phone than being with me. Well, no, that wouldn't go over real well because that would, that's because that actually isn't the case. And it would probably trigger your defensive brain. Exactly. It would probably be better come across say Hey, it's my morning off. I would love to just snuggle with you this morning. Okay. And that gives me a hint. Oh, okay. Put my phone away. That's much better for me than just saying, 
why are you on your phone? What are you doing? How come you have to be on your phone? How come you're not paying attention to me? Because usually when I wake up, I'm ready to be awake. Sometimes it's because I just can't lay down right. any longer. And yeah, there's lots of reasons why. Yeah. And so here, here's what I'm, as you just said that, here's my feeling that comes up with that. I shouldn't have to ask you. I shouldn't have to ask you to put your phone away. You should pick me first and your phone second, but it ends up being you pick your phone first and me second. And now I'm having to fight for your attention rather than you choosing me first. And I think that's the heart of this question, right. of whoever asked it, because right. it feels like something else, something has now gotten in the way between the relationship and they are choosing this thing over their spouse. Right. And I felt that just as you kind of gave that comment. Why do I have to ask you to put it away? Why don't you choose to snuggle in with me first and leave your phone secondary? Huh. And again, I don't want to put you on the spot no, here. You're no, not in trouble. No, I realize that. And I'm just thinking usually when I wake up, you're not awake yet. So I don't want to snuggle into you and wake you up. I, I know that you have probably had a bad night's sleep or you're just enjoying sleeping in. So that's usually my primary thought. Well, I just don't want to mm. disturb him. Okay. So it's not about because I have to be on my phone first thing in the morning. I don't. There's nothing on there that I need to be doing. Right. I also don't want to just, maybe I'm not ready to get out of bed, but I don't want to bother you. I don't want to wake you up. I want you to be able to sleep. That's nice of you. I appreciate that. Thank you for thinking of me and letting me sleep and all of that. Well, the other thing I was going to say is I'm supposed to mind read that you want to snuggle. That's, I, always, I always want to snuggle. That's just an assumption. That's if you wake up early and I'm asleep. And if you come over and cuddle into me, honey, there's no bad, <laughs> there's no downside to that at all ever. Even though I still stay asleep, that's just lovely. There's no downside to it ever. It feels like this has gone a little off topic. This is this podcast episode isn't about snuggling. It's about phones and getting in the way. Let's take it out of the morning. Let's take it out of our story. And for, again, a spouse whose husband or wife is always on the phone and they are there sitting they're thinking or feeling the phone's more important than I am. Right. And that really is truly the case because I know I have felt that way. You have yeah. felt that way. Yeah. And it's hard not to respond in a defensive way when you're feeling hurt. Exactly. Does that make sense? That would be the answer I would give the person who wrote this question is pick a way of communicating about this issue that does not trigger your husband's defensive brain. If you come come at him accusingly, you're always on your phone. Why can't you turn off that stupid thing? Instantly, his defensive brain, his survival brain is going to kick in. Right. And you have a guaranteed recipe for a fight. If you come at him with feelings, I'm disappointed. I'm really frustrated. You know, I wish that we could be more connected and the phone keeps getting in the way. How do you think he would respond to something like that? I'm cracking up on the inside because... Because when you tell me you're disappointed, mm -hmm. I do get defensive yep. about it. So there, I think there's words that could be trigger words, too, yep. that come across that just make a person defensive. No one wants to make their spouse disappointed. Yeah. So even if trying to share feelings like that, it might possibly trigger the defensive brain. Right. So there's a third option, which is probably going to be the best. What's the third option? Third option is you don't try to have that conversation in the moment while he's on his phone. Right. Because that will just go bad. Instead, pick a time when he's not on his phone or pick a time that says, hey, I would like to have a conversation tomorrow and I'd like to talk about our 
the family's approach to phones. I would, uh, I would like to talk about what do we want to do and how do we live an intentional, purposeful life in our family around technology or around distractions? And this can apply to everything else. Sure. Computers, TV, you know, tablets, phones. It can be something non-electronic, going out and working in the garage, being a carpenter all night long. Whatever the thing is that's distracting from the relationship. Right. You have to have a intentional conversation, a purposeful conversation around what is our value around this and why. And how do we want to live? Now, the problem again is when people go, we value different things. I'm totally okay being on my phone all the time and not right. talking to you for three hours. And the other person's going, that sounds like hell. Right. Not to do now you have a difference in values and you have to work through that difference in values. Values are the deal breakers of all relationships. But again, it's about timing. You don't pick the moment when he's when he's on his phone. You schedule that appointment later on and say, can we talk about how we want to deal with our phones. Right. And then something that would be really good too in that conversation is talking about how you're going to handle when it happens again. It's real easy to fall into those things. But you might say, you might say, okay, the next time this happens and I'm feeling this way, can I send you a text and say, yoo-hoo, or, you know, something that's just light and takes the edge off of it yeah you you have a code word that triggers it ring-tailed lemur (laughs) when i come to you and i say ring-tailed lemur you know oh i'm on my phone too much or right you pick the word whatever whatever you want to do between you and your spouse for those who are listening to this make up something but now it's about that intentionality of we're trying to figure out how to communicate in a way that doesn't trigger defensiveness but also Deal with an issue that needs to be dealt with in the moment. Right. And you are intentional about that. And being gracious about slips and, and yep. because it takes time to make change. Yep. Not that you take your time to make change, but when you're making changes, it takes time for those to stick. Yeah. Now, this is going to be a hard thing for a lot of couples because of what you already talked about, that addictive quality. This is like coming up to saying someone and saying, I really have a problem with you having a cup of coffee every morning. You try to take someone's coffee away in the morning. (laughs) That's going to go over really bad. There might be an increase in the murder rate (laughs) in the nation. Right. Because people get addicted to things. Right. And technology is a fantastic way to turn off your brain. It is actually comforting. It actually triggers the same thing that gambling does. It's the, I'm going to flip, 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 flip. (gasps) I win. I find something that's interesting or tantalizing or titillating or whatever that is. Flip, 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 flip. There it is again. I win. It's like pulling that little handle on the slots. Right. You win, you win. You lose, you lose, you lose, you lose. You win. It's actually the intermittent winning, which makes you come back for more. Right. Flip, 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 flip. Oh, something fun. Yes. Flip, flip, flip. Ooh, something else fun. And so there is that addictive quality and getting people out of that mindset is going to be tricky, but it is important to do. Right. This is a good one. Yeah practical one yes again applies to everyone else but us <laughs> i thought you were going to say it applies to everyone but me you not me because we already pointed out that it applies to me <laughs> it applies to me all the time more in the evening for me going to bed i like to just flip through and right and we've had know, that conversation that where it's like i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm ready to go to bed i'm just right. waiting on you <laughs> i was waiting on you anyway anyway <sighs> If this is a thing in your marriage, phones, 
I'm assuming it's a thing in everyone's marriage because everyone has phones now, but if it happens to be something in your marriage and you're going, okay, this we'll try this thing. Paul, Shannon, they might have an idea. We'll give it a shot. And this is the first time you're listening to the Secure Marriage podcast and you're going, these, these guys are pretty smart. They got some good ideas. I wish we had more. We would suggest you go to securemarriage.com or go to any podcast app and just look up Secure Marriage Podcast, subscribe and like and everything else you're supposed to do on social media. But securemarriage.com is the perfect place to start learning about how to have a better relationship. You can actually do a little quiz we have right at the top of the page there. Costs you absolutely nothing. And you can figure out which of the six parts of the Secure Marriage Framework you suck at and what you need to do better at (laughs) so that your marriage becomes happy and fulfilling and you fight less and you feel understood and you enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. Yep. That's why we do what we do. It is. So if that sounds interesting and exciting, securemarriage.com. Other than that, I got nothing. I think that's it. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.